Hello, everyone, and welcome to Saving Minds, the podcast that uncovers what's happening in the search for Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease treatments. We are your co-hosts. I'm Shanti Skiffington. And I'm Dr. Elliot Goldstein. Welcome back, Elliot. Uh, We're glad to have you back for this episode. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about yet another protein that's been implicated in the development of neurodegenerative diseases. And this protein is called TDP43. And it's apparently a root cause of a recently discovered dementia and another disease that many of us know as Lou Gehrig's disease or ALS. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about this particular misfolded protein and the efforts that are underway to neutralize it in the brain before it can destroy brain cells and lead to these diseases. So, Elliot, um, perhaps first, for any new listeners, could you catch us up on misfolded proteins and how they are at the root of so many different brain-wasting diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and the diseases we're going to discuss today, ALS and this new dementia? Yes, Shanti, happy to do that. It's always important to set the scene uh, because there are commonalities across so many neurodegenerative diseases, and these are all related to a actually a naturally occurring but bad process, if you like, called protein misfolding that normally the body corrects, just like the body normally corrects abnormal cell growth, which, if it's not corrected or controlled, can lead to development of tumors and cancers. So we're making these misfolded proteins all the time, But in a healthy, well-functioning body and brain in particular, these toxic misfolded proteins uh, are removed. So what are they? Proteins are, first of all, large folded up molecules. They have a complex structure. And many of them, especially those in the brain, just naturally tend to clump together. We call this aggregate. Um, And these small clumps have a tendency, a propensity to misfold. When they misfold the exposed regions of the protein, that normally are buried or folded up inside. Not visible, but when this misfolding occurs, the protein now displaying these exposed regions is very toxic. Two hallmarks of toxic oligomers, they kill and they corrupt. They kill neurons in their vicinity, and they corrupt the normal forms of the same protein in the vicinity, turning those into toxic misfolded clumps, toxic oligomers, thereby spreading, we say propagating, thereby spreading the killing of neurons, brain cells, leading to serious neurodegenerative diseases. As we age, the body's less equipped to to correct this process. I mentioned the cancer analogy. Um, And as we've discussed before in our podcasts, the toxic oligomer is a root cause. This misfolded, clumped up form of protein is a root cause of many neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's disease, and ALS. While the protein implicated in each of these diseases may be different, the misfolding process is the same. So this is, I think, the most interesting part of what we've been discussing in all of our podcasts, and that's that the process for all of these neurodegenerative diseases is essentially the same. It's a normal protein that misfolds, and when the body can no longer correct it, it leads to disease. And all of these misfolded, misfolded protein diseases have no treatment. Uh, in, in some cases, there are therapies that can alleviate symptoms, 
but there are no medicines that can stop these diseases from progressing throughout the brain. Um, can you give us a, a summary of why this is the case? Yes. So once again, to repeat, when a protein misfolds, it creates a toxic form that we call a toxic oligomer, a small toxic clump that is deadly to neurons. Um, researchers colloquially often refer to the toxic oligomer as a shapeshifter or as a floppy protein, just to sort of give an image of its relative instability. It's incredibly difficult to precisely and selectively target um, this misfolded toxic form uh, because of its unstructured regions and relative ins instability. Um, so traditional antibody techniques that have been used for decades uh, in academia and in pharmaceutical industry, these traditional uh, methods to create antibodies use physical techniques that allow to actually visualize, identify regions of molecules we want to target to create antibodies that selectively target the region in question. Unfortunately, these traditional physical-based techniques can't work or certainly don't work well when it comes to these misfolded toxic oligomers that are relatively unstable, that present unstructured regions. So today, fortunately, researchers have new ways to attack the oligomer, uh, the toxic oligomer, which makes this a very exciting time in therapy development. Uh, one very effective way is what we do at Promise. Um, our proprietary platform allows us to identify not only the site, but also the shape of the toxic misfolded region. Two really important notions here. Where does it misfold? And what's the shape of that misfolding? With that knowledge, we can then rather, frankly, rather easily make antibodies that recognize only this site and shape, specifically just this region, and not just this region. Again, I'm repeating myself, but the shape of this region. In other words, we can create, and I promise this is what we do, we create antibodies that are highly selective, only targeting the toxic oligomers without affecting the normal forms of the protein. And this is really important because the normal forms of proteins, in particular a protein like TDP43, are essential for normal cellular function throughout the body. So highly selective targeting of only the toxic forms, sparing the normal forms so they can do their normal work, is an essential, essential objective of therapy for these diseases. So let's shift to TDP43 and talk about this particular protein and why it's important to talk about right now. Yes, so scientists have learned a lot about TDP43 over the last decade. So what is TDP43? Uh, the acronym stands for a uh, uh, mouthful. It's called TAR, T-A-R, TAR DNA binding protein. The important thing to note is that this protein, normal form of this protein, is present in all cells in the body, including neurons and brain cells, and it's an essential protein for normal cell function. Um, why is it topical today? Um, well, we've known for a while that TDP43 is implicated in several uh, neurodegenerative diseases. We'll mention that in a second. But very recently, a newly discovered dementia called LATE, L-A-T-E, um, has been announced. And it has been found that uh, misfolded toxic forms of TDP43 are present in 
almost all of the patients over 85 years old who show some level of dementia. So this is really, really topical because as we learn more and more about neurodegenerative diseases and misfolded proteins, scientists and researchers are discovering new forms and new syndromes, if you like, and LATE, driven by TDP43, is one. Um, there are a number of other diseases, though, that we know, neuro neurodegenerative diseases, where TDP43 plays a role, a serious role as a driver of the disease. For example, uh, in postmortem uh, samples, uh, we see up to 97% of people, so almost everyone with ALS, has TDP43 toxic deposits or toxic oligomers in the brain, ALS. Uh, there's also evidence that toxic forms of TDP43 toxic oligomers uh, are present in almost 50% of patients with a dementia called frontotemporal dementia. In approximately 60% of patients with Alzheimer's disease, we also find toxic forms of TDP43. And in up to 80% of patients with repetitive head injuries, these sports injuries called chronic traumatic encephalopathy. And finally, as we mentioned early on, this recently discovered uh, syndrome uh, or, or disease called LATE, this dementia occurring in uh, individuals over 85 years of, old, of age, very similar to Alzheimer's disease, but more slowly developing and generally a little less severe. So we're seeing that TDP43 is a root cause or is implicated in multiple neurodegenerative diseases including this very recently discovered form of dementia called LATE or late. So I think we always like to end our podcasts with something hopeful. Um, so maybe you could share with us how far we are from developing a TDP-43 targeting therapy. Well, um, that... You can see I'm hesitating because it's a bit of a tough question. Uh, the TDP43-related neurodegenerative diseases um, recently discovered TDP43, um, so there's a long history. Uh, secondly, it's absolutely essential that therapies that target the toxic form of TDP43, whatever their format, whether it's antibodies or small molecules or, or vaccines for that matter, but importantly, it's essential to target selectively only the toxic form of this protein, given the essential functions of the normal forms throughout the body, not just in brain cells, neurons, but in all cells of the body. Um, so sparing the normal forms is an essential objective uh, for any therapy. Um, so it's a relatively new field. Um, however, we do have a, uh, a few things going for us, if I could say that, in the field. One, we've made a lot of progress in studying neurodegenerative diseases generally over the last uh, two decades or, or, or so, and can draw general lessons from those. And one of those general lessons is the essential importance of selectively targeting the toxic forms of the proteins, uh, as I mentioned. Also, um, I'm, I'm convinced, as, as many others are in, in, in the field, whether they're in industry or in academia, uh, the importance of the use of biomarkers, uh, which should allow us to make early go-no-go -no -go decisions using blood-based markers, uh, blood-based markers that are uh, reflective of the death of neurons, and we've talked about one of these before called NFL, a neurofilament light. Uh, what the biomarker would allow us to do in the case of a antibody or drug targeting TDP, toxic forms of TDP43, 
would allow us to predict very early in clinical trials, potentially in the first 12 months of the initial trials, would allow us to predict quite accurately which treatments are showing real promise stopping the death of neurons. And these treatments can be pushed forward um, uh, very rapidly. And important in what we call the no-go decision, stopping those therapies that have very little or no chance of success. Um, so ending on a positive note, modern technology is allowing us to identify targets that are only displayed on the misfolded toxic forms of proteins, in this case, on the misfolded toxic form of TDP43. At Promise, we use our proprietary platform to create antibodies that are selective for the toxic form and only the toxic form of TDP43. So I'll conclude with my core message across all neurodegenerative diseases and specifically those targeting TD, uh, those relating to TDP43, today's topic. One, selectivity for the toxic oligomer is key, both in terms of efficacy, not wasting ammunition on the wrong normal forms, and very importantly for safety, not inhibiting or interfering with normal forms of the protein, only neutralizing the toxic neuron-killing forms. And second key core message, biomarkers will revolutionize early clinical development to pick the potential winners and stop development of products, antibodies in our case, that have little or no effect on blocking the killing of neurons. So two key points that I believe offer real hope for the future. And that's great. There, there are certainly a lot of interesting developments uh, that we can read about in the media on biomarkers, and I'm sure We'll be seeing something soon that will be great fodder for another podcast episode. So thank you once again, Elliot, for joining us and uh, describing this important protein and what's being done to attack it. And we will look forward to our next episode. 